I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Green Room. Green Room is a 2015 American horror thriller film written and directed by Jeremy Solnia. It follows a punk rock band who are forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. So, boys, you had already watched this one previously. This is one of the weird sort of random ones yes. that you actually caught up with. What year did you say it came out? 2015. Yeah, I watched it probably in 2015. Oh, wow. Um, weirdly, I have it on Blu-ray. Interesting. Um, I distinctly remember because my girlfriend's overseas at the moment and yeah. I was talking to her the other day and I said, oh, for Scaredy Boys, I had to watch this film that you and I saw years ago, probably, you know, eight <laughs> yeah. years ago or something. Yeah. And I told her the name of it, nothing told her the premise of it nothing like it just completely had no impact on her at all but for me for me it's like a core memory because of like the time we watched it where we watched it that yeah, sort of thing yeah and um yeah no but yeah i, I don't know why that's, it being a core memory for you but not for her is so good that's like i remember i remember what house room we watched it what right. room we were in that uh we dragged a tv in there at some point and we had to like find a cable for the playstation to hook it up and that's right. why i had it on blu-ray and all this yeah i remember all this and she was just kind of like oh yeah no, I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's yeah. so funny. I'm a movie boy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I must have bought it because of the Patrick Stewart buzz, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. at the time, everyone was raving about his performance and yeah. how he should be nominated for an Oscar and all these mm. things. So when did you see it, Tom? I think I saw it recently, okay. like probably two years ago. Right. Yeah, during one of the many, many lockdowns that we had. Yeah. Because uh, my partner is a maniac. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd actually watched Blue Ruin, his other yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. So, we watched them backwards. So we watched Blue Ruin first, which- is I think his second film or his third film, and really enjoyed that. I have no desire to necessarily see it again because it is, is it is bleak, right? But it's just such a fascinating story of revenge, yeah. And just this yeah. this this man who is just a regular guy, this like beach bum dude who's just burnt out. And there's a point in the movie where he has to make like a decision really early on, and mm-hmm. he could just not make it. And you're like, yeah, it's so easy. And he he makes it, and you're like, well, I know what's going to happen now. Yeah, and so. Because of the filmmaking and how effectively and tight it was, I was like, well, I think I've got to go back and watch Green Room. Yeah. And then we watched that. And again, same thing. It's like the plotting and the tightness of it is so excellent. And I didn't really know like what to expect. Like 
I'd heard all the Patrick Stewart buzz. I'd heard that it's it's super violent. Yeah. It's really tight. Having seen his previous film, I kind of knew what I was getting in for, that the tension would just be like, it would start. And, and mm. the movie is like being in a vice. Like, it just cranks. Yeah, the whole, it yeah. never releases yeah, at yeah. all until the very, very last beat of the movie where yeah. you get that. My favorite of the movie where he's like, I know my desert island. Yeah. Mm. And she's like, tell someone who gives a shit. Had yeah. you, so you'd heard a bit of Stuart buzz, but had you also heard whispers of like, when people talk about the violence, they go, yeah, the hand. Because that's what I'd sort of experienced. Yeah, so I was yeah. anticipating there would be some sort of fucked scene with a hand right. and it delivers. There was. Yes, there's, there was. Yeah, yeah, I'd heard there's a lot of violence. Yeah. And I remember seeing the review or talking to someone about it and they said that when they were watching it, there's a scene where the girl gets the knife in the head mm. very early on. Mm. And they'll watch it with someone and they went, oh, and they were like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's, if that first little head stab is making you go, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. Oh, but you, don't, you don't even see the stab. No. no. You just see- you I guess maybe with the knife head. coming out. Yes. You also see at one point where they're like, are we even sure she's dead? Yeah, and he pulls and one it of the out. No, well, first he lifts it up. Oh, yeah, that's grotty as fuck. comes up yeah. with it. Yeah. Lifts yeah. her up by the knife. Yeah. 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 It's also, yeah, it's such a it's such a stressful movie because even though they're, on, they're broke, yeah. the band's like fraying and they just they make a decision mm. to play the fuck you nasty song. Yeah. Funny decision. Yeah. They make a decision to play that. Yeah. And then immediately bites them in the ass because then they can't leave. Well, no, it's funny because that that in itself doesn't fuck them. It's no, just no, no, the no. fact that yeah, they yeah. then can't leave and they haven't really endeared themselves to the crowd. Well, no, they haven't endeared themselves, but it wouldn't. Have, I don't actually think it would have mattered. You do have that sinking yeah, feeling yeah. of like, fuck, they're going to get fucked up for yeah, this. But really, it's literally just that he goes back for the phone mm. or the phone charger or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, he goes back into the room and, and he sees, sees the thing that he shouldn't have seen yeah. and then it's suddenly a case of like, well, fuck them. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it would have mattered if they played a good set and they gone, oh, we will. We really like these guys. They're great musicians. Yeah, We're going to yeah. have to let them go. They're, they're, like, it wouldn't have they're, mattered. They're Nazis. Uh, yeah. They're one of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like that happens though and then you're stressed about that whole thing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, oh they, they're going to go? Okay, so they're yeah. finally getting out. Maybe they're going to get chased out of here. And then he walks back in and you're like, oh, no. It has nice that. little touches too of just like, I guess you call it world building. Like I love the reference to like the red laces and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. you see these guys who have the red laces on right. their shoes. Little yeah. things like that. Like yeah. the the world has its own sort of mechanics and that's cool. I think the premise is awesome. Yeah. I think the aesthetic of it is great. Mm. The, pro- the only real problem I have with it, I think it's a good film, mm. is- I don't really think it does anything noteworthy with characters. No, no, uh, Stuart. I don't know if I agree with Patrick. Patrick yeah. Stewart. No, I think he's the he comes across worse. He cops it worst of everyone. He's just for me is like I watch it now in hindsight of like everyone been like Academy Award, give him some Oscars, and mm. I'm like, not really. If you got any fucking, if you just picked an old guy actor, a random that I didn't have no. an attachment to mm. to play that character. No, no, Tom. It's literally just Patrick Stewart. The, the, the nice old man swearing and saying slurs and being a Nazi. No, no. That's what shocks you. And you're like, holy shit. If it was some random old cunt who's not a very good actor playing that role, you'd be like, yeah, I haven't really written him that much to No, do. no, I disagree. That's my feeling. Because it's not just the fact that it's a sweet old English actor, Patrick Stewart, saying slurs and being a Nazi. It's the fact that every other villain and antagonist in this movie is up here and is very like aggressive and big and strong. And he rolls in and he's the quietest, calmest man in the world. He's yeah. just business. And it's terrifying. Like he's I that I think he's calm to the point of like it's actually just frustrating watching him watching his demise at the end. Because it's like, man, you didn't even you didn't even put up a fight at the end. Mm. He's just but that that's the thing I think that's so chilling about him is he's he's you know what he is, Sean? He's Mags Bennett in Justified season two or three. Oh, she's a significantly better character. But just just very calm and very yeah, friendly he, he, and very whatever, but he but is business. calm. And there's certainly you can respect. I respect the performance, but it doesn't like 
blow my dick off to watch that performance. Mm. Well, he doesn't actually take that character to anywhere. He kind of is at the same level the yeah, whole way through. That's, that's and what then I like ends about disappointingly. It. And no. I guess, yeah, that's the intention. It's got to be the intention. It's the way they've written, it's the way they've yeah, performed. Yeah. So good for them. Just for me personally, I'm like, I don't know. I wanted him to sort of rise to some different level than that. Nah. That, mm. that just was a flat spot for You're me. You're an idiot. And, no, that's why. No, Tom, I think. <laughs> no, I think, no, no. Have I've some, said, re- have some respect because said. I. No, no, I respect your opinion on that. You, I you I really just, like where the character the went. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. I think that's a, I think that's a foolish comment to make. That's just for me. I, I think a lot of people would agree that he just kind of doesn't rise to anything new. It's just okay. Cool. Yeah, I, I think as always, I kind of agree with a bit with both of you. Look at old hedgy bets over yeah. here. You got to pick one frame. Uh, no, no, no. no. He's, Kill I, the other one. No, I respect it again. I'm taking a very calm approach to this that episode. fence. Is sitting squarely between my cheeks. Yeah, um, rubbing them back and forth. Rubbing them back oh, and forth. Really getting in that crack. <laughs> You'll get splinters in your butthole. Where the oh. fence in this? It's <laughs> yeah. a good place to be. <laughs> so yeah, I think his. Prof- I think his. <laughs> I think his calmness and his professionalism is terrifying. Yep. Because you don't. I don't think you think of neo-Nazi skinheads as intelligent. No, or that's smart, that's. Right? I think the thing is every other every other skinhead in this is very like reactionary and yeah. panicking and like do this and do this and and like the the sort of the guy with the dark hair who runs the venue who's yep. the manager who's very like stressed out of his fucking head about it all. Right. And then Stuart shows up and because throughout it, because everyone seems a little bit chaotic and ridiculous, mm. you have this belief that if they can just get out of that room, yeah, yeah. they might be able to like bluff, punch, run. Like They might be able to scramble their way out here because everyone's oh, a bit chaotic. Oh, no, I never feel that. Mm. Not, not, not completely, but you, you think they have a better chance against the unorganized chaos of the Nazis. Right, right. The minute Stuart shows up, you're like, oh, well, they're dead because yeah, he's- yeah. Too efficient. Mm. He's very efficient. He's very businesslike. And he's like, he is a few steps ahead. And like, he's got a plan when they're going through their truck and they see the hose. He's like, great. Yeah. You can, again, I really love uh, this movie. Definitely shows don't tell. It's yep. like the dialogue is actually, I think, f- fucking fantastic in how stripped back it is, how naturalistic it is, but still delivering the information we need just in a way that feels so true. And so for that scene where they're looking in the car and they hold up the pipes, they've been filtering gas from other yep. vehicles. He's like, great. I've, I've done that's filled in the five steps I needed. To yep. be able to get away with murdering these people, basically, yep. Yep. without without really any issues. That's great. And especially, actually, the just, again, I, I want to go to more to your point as well, Kano. But the initial scene where he's like, get some, I can't remember the term he uses, get some like ones who are dedicated. And he gets those two younger Nazis. Well, they're the red laces, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They want to get their red laces or whatever. Yeah. And, he, and then the, one of them stabs the other. Yep. And up until then, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're not red laces. No, yeah, yeah, they, I know they what you want, mean. Yeah. He's yeah, like, get, yeah. us, get us the new. The, but the again, boys. he's like, yeah. he's got all these things worked out straight away. Keep them up there, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, why are they, what's happening? And then stabs him. You're like, oh, that's the, they've, they've told the police, yes, there was a stabbing. Yep, no, you should come over. There was a stabbing. Sorry, we got cut off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah. It's so clever. And again, that tells us, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. he reminds me a bit of um, from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Um, yeah, yeah. The um, fixer. Gus. Gus Fring in. No, not oh, no, Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike. Because yeah. the way Mike just is, he has his plans. And again, we just watch his plans. We, he doesn't give a big monologue saying his plan. He just fucking enacts it. And we put the pieces together. And we're like, what a fucking genius. Yeah. So I think, yeah, all that was really great. I do agree at the ending, I wanted to see him get worked up. I wanted to see the vitriol that drives this man, the prejudice that drives this man start to leak out a bit and for him to lose a bit of control because ultimately I think these people are so vile, their beliefs are so disgusting. Even though, yes, he's intelligent, he's controlled and he's calm, 
I want to see part of that weak, rotten. pathetic, rotten anger yeah. that's inside of him leak out because now my plans aren't going the way I wanted to. Um, and I think Patrick Stewart's actually great in it. I think the way it was written didn't allow for that. Again, I think it was going, no, even in the face of death, he's still calm. And like, there is a sphere to that. But I think, yeah, for me and how I view this character, I think that's what I would have liked to see. Damo made your point better, Sean. <laughs> Here's a different point. It's a slightly different point. I think you had bigger issues with the character than I did. But the person I think could have actually done that really well, because mm-hmm. we've kind of seen it, is Brian Cranston. Yeah. I think if he'd been in this role, I think that moment where he's calm, he's efficient, blah, 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 like the Walter White, like there are moments where that's who Walter White is. And there are other yeah. moments where the cracks come through and you're like, oh, you suck, dude. No, like, but then, you- but then, then that's a different character. Like, that pa- is a different Patrick character. Stewart's very capable of doing it. It just doesn't yeah. have the scope to do it in the way that it's been written. Sure, yeah. Yeah. sure. And I think it's- it's also a problem for other characters. You mm. don't. This isn't a character piece. You don't come away from it going, geez, I know so much about and I've learned so much about Anton Yelchin and about I, particularly Imogen Poots. Yeah, like, you know, Imogen Poots. What is- do you know about her at all? And for some people, they'll watch it and go, you don't need to know anything about it. No, you don't. But some people yeah. want a different thing from a story, I suppose. I and mean, that's think- that's the only sort of slight issue I have with the right. movie, of what I think is an otherwise really good movie. I think it's brilliant, yeah. brilliantly put together. Like It does make me want to watch Blue Ruin as much as I know it, I might yeah. not have the best Blue, time. Blue either. Ruin is more of a character study yeah well, that's okay. cool yeah um but yeah i agree with imogen poots in that she's sort of what she is the whole way through and she doesn't need to have mm-hmm. any change i think yelchin you get some nice stuff from i think he's got some nice little yeah, yeah. bits and pieces throughout it mm. he's really good in this he's so good i think he's terrific i think for his character the thing i like the most is his again even though they're punk and all the rest of it he's never macho he's never like that is no. never his character and even the way they like the fuck it, man for all the band to various degrees but i think it shines the most with him the way they're in this impossible situation, and at some level they accept it. Yeah, there's no screaming and crying. There's not like we're going out of here or any of this sort of like. There's a little bit, and they try a, that a, a bit early on, amount. and it just doesn't get. Yeah, and so like, there's them. even a moment where they're basically like, "Okay, we're probably going to die," and it's like, yep. not that they're obviously happy about that, but again, I think in that situation, you're like, "Yeah, there's still a part of you that recognize that can sort of be slightly logical yeah. and recognize." Oh, yeah. this really sucks. Okay, but on some level, I just need to accept it and move forward. Like, and I really like that element to it. Where they just sort of, again, I guess the punk and the sort of yeah, they're not your usual characters though. Yeah, so in this circumstance, like even just the, the simple thing of them, they don't have enough money to drive to places. They have to basically steal petrol to get from A to B. So for yeah. them, yeah. they're scraping to survive before anything bad even happens yeah, in the yeah. movie. That's actually cheaper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, can we talk about that opening scene? Because I actually think again, to sh- for a movie that shows not tells. It's a great example where literally we get within a very few quick minutes, we get the stakes as in they're broke, yep. they're burnt out. Like yep. they're literally the car, they drove the car and none of them woke up. They've been there all night. Yep. They drove off the road. They drove off the road. Yeah. It tells us exactly who they yeah. are. Hmm. tells us exactly how they live. And it's also- Fucking interesting. Hmm. Straight away, yeah. you're like, why is this car there? Oh, wait, they've driven off the road in the middle of the night and none of them even fucking woke up during that. Yeah. Like, that's immediately what's going to happen next. So it's, I think it's a fucking ripper opening, hmm. but it's also doing a lot of heavy lifting and telling us our characters, the setting, the world building that you mentioned. Like, yep. it's all there from from word one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really brilliant. There's prickles of tension in the band 10 seconds in. Yeah. So you already know that if they're put in a situation where they're put under pressure, it's going to be interesting because they're already not enjoying one another's company. Yeah. They've got the guy who's the, the the guy who's putting them up for gigs, who's booking them terrible shows. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking sick of him. And so you know that there's an element of danger that when they arrive at this place and they realize it's a fucking Nazi bar, mm. they're like, 
Yeah, of course. Mm. Of course, because this guy is a fucking idiot. Like, and even then when they go decide this will be it, this will be the last gig, you know in your head the minute they determine that this will be their last little, like, mm. Anton Yeltsin's like, I don't think we can do this anymore. The minute they decide to do that, you're like, oh, well, you're all fucked. Right. Because yeah. you've, you've, made, you've made the good choice. You've, you're like, we need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll stop it forever, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. But on the, on the, like, no one freaking out, they're just kind of stuck right, there. Right. My second favorite like line sequence, barring the one at the very, very end, which is quite funny, mm. is the one where um the one of the band members is like, "You can't keep us here." Yeah, and the guy just goes, "We're not keeping you here. You're just staying." <laughs> <laughs> it's just ah, oh, it's so good. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just two dollars a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you this? Were we scared? Yeah. No, Tense as fuck. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a sort of anxiety and a quiet dread to it, but right. I wouldn't say it's a particularly scary I, I mean, for me, big yes. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, like, I mean... Actually, sorry, part of that is perhaps I've seen it before as well. Right, that right. Do you remember your time. first time, if you were scared the first time? Um, Sean, tell me about your first time. Yeah, no, I... So it, <laughs> Don't ask his partner, because he doesn't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I probably was... Um, I probably put the hard shell on, because that would have been, like, when we yeah, just started yeah. dating, and I was probably trying to be like, oh, I'm tough. I Look can at handle, me. I can handle scary movies. I'm good. You're yeah. a couple of years uh, away from starting a podcast where you openly announce yourself as a coward. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, it's so funny. I don't really remember, like... Watching it a second time, I was like, I think I feel the same way I did the first time I watched okay, it. Okay. Where like I like a lot of it, yeah. parts of it I don't really gel with, and yeah, Patty Stewart's probably not quite as enormous and titanic as I hoped. Do you think yeah. that was because of the build up around his character? Oh, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. for for months, I remember just hearing about right. Green Room specifically. Yeah, yeah. Because it must have been leading into award season or something. Yeah, and everyone was like, he's got to get one. He's and I don't think he got nominated for anything. So it was right. all like, he got fucking snubbed. This is bullshit. <laughs> and then you watch it and go. Yeah. I think it's the novelty factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think yep. so too. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was definitely scary. I think what part of what makes it so scary is the scene and location and the people we're dealing with are inherently scary. Even punk to me is a little bit scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. it, like the punk gig, taking the neo-Nazi out of it, the way they're just like the fucking mosh or whatever, like they're throwing themselves the at pit. each other. Yeah. The pit, the fact that like, yeah, we're happy to throw stuff at the band. That's part of it. Like that's it's part chaos. of it. Yeah. It is like- 
punk is about confrontation. It is about yeah. being, uh, you know, kind of intimidating and threatening. Like that's inbuilt into it. Then you've got Nazis where like, to me, they're psychopaths. I don't understand their way of thinking. I don't want to understand their way of thinking, but I know they're dangerous because they're so fascist towards their way of thinking that anyone who's not them is the enemy and they're obviously capable of doing the most horrendous things in human history. So like, of course- Yes, there's a fear element. Yeah, there. it's funny. The, the crowd are already quite threatening. Yeah, before yeah. you meet the actual legitimately threatening people. Right, yes. right. And then you meet the even the worst. One, there's which an is escalation of threat yeah. the whole way through. Yeah, which is quite good. And I think mm. that's where the terror comes from. Yeah, yeah, is that you like that the venue itself is a fucked divey venue. Mm. It's full of angry people. So already there's a there's a bit of and you've pissed them off with your set. So yeah. leaving could be <laughs> yeah. you might get spat on. I have a can throw you right. at you. So there's a bit of stress there. There's the stress of the whole band thing. Mm. And then all of a sudden you see the murder and then it's like, well, now you're stuck here. And then it's like they're coming up with a reason how they're going to deal with you. And they're very, they're, and then the bigger Nazis come and they're, right. they're not afraid of violence. And then the movie just goes hammer to the hammer to the yeah, fucking yeah. hand. <laughs> it's, it's actually it's kind of like what we talked about uh, a few weeks ago in Talk to Me. There's that midpoint thing that is so horrendous and so shocking that you're just like, where the fuck are we going from here? Because that, which is the arm, obviously, in this oh, one, yeah, that uh... is so brutal. And I, I actually think <laughs> even the way that's delivered is so great where, again, Patrick Stewart's <laughs> playing like slightly nice guy. We obviously know he's not, but he's like talking yeah. calmly through the door. That's the baggage of the actor too, I think. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, and then, yeah, the, the craziness of them giving the gun, which is just like, that's where I'm sitting in my seat going, what the fuck are you doing? Don't give them, like, keep the fucking gun at yeah. a minimum. Yeah. yeah. And he's reaching through the door and then uh, Imogen Poots sees the red laces. And that's that's the moment where you're like, we're fucked. Yeah. And so, like, even if there was any hint of like, oh, maybe these guys will play ball. Maybe there's a way for them to get out. Maybe the Nazis might even be reasonable. Maybe they're reasonable <laughs> Nazis, right? And then, of course, no, these guys grab his arm. And then you can't see what's happening to his arm. You just see no. him being like, rah, rah, rah. he's trying to hold on to the gun. He's trying to hold on to the gun, which is like, even that's like a fucking hero move. Like, the, and then later he goes, I let go of the gun. Like, he's so like apologetic. Yeah. 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 And then finally, you know, they get him back in. And it's worse than you could have imagined. Yeah, it's in pieces. It, it is like it's so worse much than if they cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, he's our. As far as we know, he's our main character. He's a bit of an ensemble. Yeah. But you're like, that. No, what? That can't happen. They they show me. Early. They show me too much of it. It's a lot. Yeah. It to the point where I look at it and go. That has a smell too, I bet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but even just like <laughs> that point from that point on too, you're like, well, how are you going to do, do, do anything yeah, now? Yes. Your arm is fucked. Big time. You're yeah. never playing the guitar again, man. I think you <laughs> yes, would just I thought that. You would just pass out. Yeah. Well, yeah. he kind of does. Does he? Yeah. Well, he, he's not really. He's not with it for a while. He's and not helpful. He, and then he's back yeah. and he's helpful again. And I'm like, yeah. how? But what? I love that he's even out of his mind. Like he's just crying and screaming and crying and screaming and looking at his arm and like and they're trying to like talk to him and he can't. And I just no. this is where so much of it I really felt yeah, like- one of them's very calm and like handles it very well. Yeah. Like they've had, you know, experience with that. Right, right. Again, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you would just be freaking out. I'd probably be in the corner throwing up. Yeah. yeah. Someone cut your arm up, Tom, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be lucky not to throw up on the arm. I'd be like, hey, can you stab me in the head now? <laughs> yeah. You know what happened to that girl? Can you do that to me? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just yes, kill please. me. Just yeah. kill me. I'd, I'd go to the Nazis and be like, hey, you can just kill me now if you like. Like, I'm actually good. You would just stand up and open the door. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boys, lovely laces you got there. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm either joining the cause and that cause is being dead. Yeah. yeah. And then the next one, the dogs. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's the name? Cops it from <sighs> that. 
And then what's great at the dog violence too is that it, you see like what's happening, and even the guy getting his throat ripped out's fucked. Oh, but you see what's great about the dog violence. No, no, no. What I mean is, is that um, with what's her name, Elia, uh, yes, Shawcat, yeah. Shawcat, yeah. um, maybe from yes, maybe. Yes. Yeah. What's great about that stuff is you see her get attacked by a dog, and you're like, Jesus fuck! But they don't really show anything, and then later on you see what is left of her body, and you're like. Oh no! Oh, I'm glad they didn't show me anything. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awful. Yeah, it's great. And this, so for me with this movie, uh, I'd heard like yeah, good things, and that people generally as well regarded. It's obviously got a good rating on Letterbox. I think both your, I think you guys had maybe done reviews for on Letterbox were positive. So I was keen. To, it's sort of been on my short list for a Scary Boys watch for a while now. Um, and the thing that had been stopping me was that I knew of the violence. Yeah, and like. Obviously, we've watched a lot of horror now, and there's various elements that that make us uneasy before watching a movie. There's a lot of them, to be fair. Like, definitely any sort of supernatural haunted house stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm in danger here because we've talked about how that gets us. Yep. But the one that I think really makes it hard for me to commit to the watch is knowing it's got some really graphic violence. Like The gore. Yeah. I don't think it's maybe going to hit me as hard on the scare front, but just the experience of having to- The lingering image. The lingering image. That arm is burnt into my brain. I saw this movie two years ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it might not be as scary as a lot of stuff we've watched, but the experience of watching it is equally as unpleasant. Right, yeah. right. And then again, the the trepidation towards pressing play and commit- Because again, once we press play, I'm committing to watching this- other than incantation, my eyes are going to stay on the screen. We don't need to revisit that. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> um, and so, like, you know, at some point in the coward. next, in the next I'll nine minutes. minutes. Big fucking coward. Big coward. Big coward over here. Yeah. I should have brought, I brought it up. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. You did that to yourself. Uh, you reached under the door, Damo. <laughs> I was looking out for my own personal Look my safety. dog in the eye and tell him you're yeah. sorry. Charlie. Charlie. No, I'm not sorry. I, I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, lied to the dog. I don't want Charlie to have to go through it. I don't want yeah. I don't want him to have to I'm face gonna make, it. I'm going to make him watch it. I don't make yeah. him watch no, it. He, he's got to know. He's come of age. Yeah. He's got to know. He's got to see the face. <laughs> I'm going to give you the Imogen Poots box cutter special. Oh. <laughs> she loves that oh. box cutter. She's good with that box cutter, can yeah, I just say. It's, um, She's a weapon with that. I'll tell you something about, that, about yeah. that box cutter. Those Nazis, they're changing blades every day. Have right. you used a box cutter? Those blades blunt Instantly, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the yeah. sharpest motherfucking blade I've ever seen. Right, yeah, that's, a, that's a, again, that's an image and poots box cutter special. Good on her, yeah, good, good yep. for her. Um, so yeah, I think on the scare front, they do a lot, and again, for me, the the way it's always played realistic, I, I think in in both sides of it, where they're just so um, mercurial and just trying to get the job done. Of we've got to take these guys out, we've got to all right, get the dogs in there. Where, where are we at? Oh, we can do any kind of violence you want. All right, great, that's what we're going to do. Like th- that, there is a fear level to that that I think ultimately diminishes by the end, sort of to your point. But definitely in the first half is terrifying for me because it's like these guys don't give a fuck like they they're not worried at all about what they're going to do these these other human beings yeah. they're willing to do whatever it, it takes especially when Stuart shows up and he's like no no we have i've got the plan in place we can do whatever we want yeah mm-hmm. exactly right go to go to defcon yeah again yeah. like that really raising of the stakes i think the the small setting also feels like claustrophobic in a really way that elevates the horror especially when they like they keep coming out of the green room and now they're fucking back there again and they're stuck there again yeah. and like even the way they sort of explore the room and like no nah, that's concrete we're not getting through that and and you're finding like because you do sort of think that's oh, a pretty rundown old bar maybe they can just fucking bust out right but it's also a very small venue and as the 
I think the tagline is one way in, no way out, because yeah. there's only one door. Yeah, that's and there's it. only one that's door it. into the venue, really, from where they are. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that just makes me realise that's why he's so keen on the fire hazard in the hallway. Yeah. He's got to have clear hallways, because there's yes. only one way out. If there's a fire out, we've got to get yeah, out. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, they're yeah, Nazis, yeah. but they care about fire safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the realisticness from our characters, like, especially when they, when they finally make their break, right, and obviously we lose a couple of them, there is very much, there's no like, I've got to go back for them or any Like everyone is just looking out for themselves, which yeah. I think is like, that feels real to me. And again, it's those levels of realism that makes me almost feel like, no, I'm just watching this for real. This isn't, it doesn't have the elevatedness of some horror where I can kind of provide that little bit more distance where, and again, because the, the graphic violence is so extreme, then the more real it is, the more real that violence feels as yeah. well. I think what's also scary about it is that these are just guys. These yeah, are just yeah. real guys, yeah. and especially in the year 2023, Nazis are a thing. They exist. They've been around for ages. Yeah. We thought we killed them all, but they're all fucking back. Just going to say it. Nazis, cunts. Just going to put that on this podcast on the record. Right? Yeah. Hot take. It's controversial. Yeah. It's a hot take. Yeah. But if you're a Nazi and listen to this, you are a cunt and I hate you. But they're real. And like this kind of thing is very real. Like mm. it's it's not... It's not one of those things where, you know, you can distance, like you were saying, you mm. can distance yourself from it by being like, well, I wouldn't buy a haunted house or right, I would right. never run into a witch um, or I'd, ne- I'd never watch the videotape in the ring. Yeah. You could absolutely end up in a venue with a bunch of fuckheads. With the wrong people. With the, the wrong, wrong people. Space, and the you're wrong just time. in the wrong- It's literally just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. That's it. This could easily happen to us. Yeah. We could be driving somewhere, stop in for a beer. <laughs> one of us tries to find the bathroom, goes to the wrong door, yeah. sees a murder. Yeah. Done. Dead. End of. Mm. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? I think they did heaps right, really. Yeah, yeah, no, they yeah really I really agree with that. Foolish to do the song at the start, but also, yep. fuck you, Nazis. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also, as I we said, that, as a move. that doesn't really impact anything No, ultimately, it doesn't yeah. cost them too much. It's um, just a very punk rock. Yeah, yeah. good on them. Yeah. Um, in fact, no, wise decision. That's yeah. the smartest thing they do. Well and I done. I think it, it's that thing of us going, no, I like these guys now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they initially make a few little dumb things, maybe giving the gun back and stuff like yeah. that. But oh, like everything they try to do to get out of the room, I yeah. was like, yeah, you're doing like, you're trying to rip through the floor. You've jumped down into the other room, trying yeah. to get out. You can't. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. Yeah. I mean, it gets a little tedious. There's a few times where they get out, Mm. can't get out, and we're back in the green room again. Right, right. Okay, here we go again. But that's just the hopelessness of the situation. I think they do everything that I I could really think of to do in that room. They explore their surroundings. They try to find weapons. They find it. Try to find escapes. They say, "All right, we've just got to write like." The or, judo guy, the guy who puts yeah. the guy in the brace and, and just holds him in there and is like, yep, yeah, I've, that's I've actually, got him. That's really clever. It's yeah. really oh. well done. And he's like, I can hold this for as long as we need yeah. to. Either yeah. he taps out, I break his arm, and we yeah. all go get burgers. Yeah. <laughs> or even then when they then kill that guy yeah. and they're like, are we sure he's dead? And Imogen gets the- yeah. And just that's- slices him down the middle. It's yep. like, oh, she's just a like, psycho. I'm making sure. Oh, no, you guys so are all- fu- That's the other thing I really like about the dynamic too is that- like you were saying, when they all kind of look after themselves, yeah, the band yeah. looking after themselves, Imogen Poots' character, I cannot remember her name at all right now. It's just Amber, the Amber. Amber doesn't care about any of them. No. She doesn't know these fucks. Yeah. She doesn't like them. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you a fact about uh, for her character? So obviously she's, she's distant from the group and they don't trust her. So I read that there was a conscious decision made by the director to visually cut off and disregard her early as an outsider. And so basically she doesn't, once she sort of earns her sort of inclusion into their group, that's when she gets her first close up. Oh, okay. Because that's apart cool. from that, she's oh. always sort of a or in the background yeah, I love or whatever. That. That's yeah, nice little subtle stuff. That's Isn't that nice. good? Jeremy, yeah. you, you crafty, violent yeah, son yeah. of a bitch. Don't you, Jezza? Yeah, it's good stuff. Another quick fact they had to buy two acres of corn for that overhead shot. 
uh, at the start. They had to buy the corn. So as in like not the field itself, yeah. but that's you buy the corn yep. because they're like, well, we can't put that corn to harvest. to can't, we can't sell it. the whole Because they had to buy all the corn and then drive through it. <laughs> well, that's the same with, um, you remember in Interstellar, when yeah, Matty yeah. McConaughey's driving his kids through the, yeah, yeah, chasing yeah. the uh, the drone. Right. Yeah, they they bought the paddocks and planted all the oh, corn even and then sold all. what was left that didn't get run over <laughs> and made a profit of the whole thing. Can yeah. I say that's crazy? <laughs> the, the length of time that you'd have to plant corn, yep. grow it, grow it, shoot that scene. Make sure it grows well. Amazing. Shoot the scene. Yeah. Christopher, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. He doesn't want CGI, mate. No, he really doesn't. Does not want it. No, no, no. no that's good. That's cool stuff. It's I like stuff. hearing that too. Yeah, so they bought the corn. So they bought the so corn. So there was already yeah. a cornfield there and they went yeah. to the owner and said, we're going to buy Can we just X buy these two acres of corn? Yeah. We're going to drive a car through it. Yeah. And that guy went, absolutely. All right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, very yeah. Much. Let me yeah. just count my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, back to the uh, wise or foolish or whatever. Um, the feedback with the dog. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's really clever. Yeah. Loved that moment. I was like, shit. I don't know how you stop this fucking beast. Yep. And then, yeah, it was right there. It was awesome. And it's like their weapon. It's music. Yes. Confused the Nazis. Yeah. Yep. Fucking rattled them. They make great choices and it's just like, unfortunately, they're in situations that it's just like, it's it's too hard. Yeah. They're, yeah. In, a, they're in a near hopeless situation. Right. But most of what they do is pretty fucking good. I agree. Yeah. Always yeah. logical. Always trying to think. They know they, like, they're very aware that there's low chance of escape. Yeah. But they're going to do what they can to, to yeah. get there, which yeah. is, yeah, brilliant. Would we be as clever? What would we do in this situation? Don't know if we would actually be as clever. I think we die. I'm going to assume Tom puts his hand out. Yeah. Okay. It's fucked up. Yeah. And then we see it and probably throw up. And yeah. then I just go, I'm ready to die. And I open the door. Yeah. What about the paintball <laughs> approach? Mm. So there's the whole, there's the story of the paintball and yep. how when, once he just like fucking went for it. So I just have a paintball story. I don't know if I've shared this with you. I've been paintballing and I get it. So can I, I want to share a paintball story. This is actually more probably. I'm going to die based off of this story. So, this was for- Did you get the red mist like my dad? No. Yeah, no, I was going to say, no, if we no, have- no. I was very much victim we of We have Terrence situation. Reed in the green room with us as our manager. Yeah. We might survive. Okay. Yeah. If we yeah. get red mist- He's a pacifist. There. It's only with paintball and when he's shooting yeah. my brother's friends. Yeah. And I'm going to assume Terrence hates Nazis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. not a fan. Famously, all the Reeds do. Those soft hands of his, they'll become hard concrete. <laughs> a slapping. Yeah. <laughs> Not even punching, just slapping. On behalf of Scaredy Boys, you should slap a Nazi today. <laughs> the idea of just slapping someone unconscious and moving on to the next, next Nazi. One. And then Do it's like, it his hands are like steel. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for this paintball, I think it was I think it was like my 21st something. It was like a late sure. birthday present for me and Jono for our 21st. And um, our friends took us paintballing, which is like crazy because that's- I was like, for your 21st I'm is really funny. I'm a book boy. Like, I'm yeah. not a fucking let's go shoot each other boy. Anyway, so we went out somewhere in, in Gippsland, yep. like fucking maybe Rawson or something like that, to this paintball field, like middle of nowhere. The guy's running it. There are no rules, really. <laughs> anyway, so there's us. There was another group of lads there from something else. And then at one point, like, all right, who's- Whose birthday, whatever it is. So, yeah, we, Jono and I get put oh, forward. Oh, I know exactly what this is because I had to do it for my brother's bucks because I, I was his yeah. best man. So, you're like fucking rabbit or whatever the, the terminology is. Yeah. And the rules, you've got split into two teams. You've got everybody that was there. So, it's like maybe 40, 60 people, something like that. Split into two teams. John and I have to wear like bright pink yeah. tops or whatever. And then the rules are basically that for the other team, they have to shoot you to capture you. And then once they've captured you, your team has to shoot you to free you. So, Jesus. either way, you're getting shot. Oh, it gets worse, bud. Yeah. That's a horrible thing for the person whose birthday it is. Yep. Yes. This is 
fun, apparently. I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing about the bruises. I, I can tell you I did not have fun. Anyway, so it starts off, yeah, there's a bit of like trying to be tactical, try, people trying to do whatever. Yeah. Do they give you a helmet just out of interest? Yeah, you get a helmet. Like you got face protection? No. Not initially, no. That is insane. They didn't, Sean. Oh, they didn't give us okay, a helmet. Okay, so I had a helmet for the yeah, box. because this wasn't the fucking back end of Rawson or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> After many lawsuits, Tom, they learned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, the helmet does come back in, but I'll come back to that. So, it starts off in this, yeah, more tactical, like, we're getting shot and whatever, but it's like, uh, it's okay, it's not fun. And then at one point, we sort of, the our team has us back, and there's me, um, one of my mates, Boothy, who I think organized the whole affair. So thank goodness he put his hand up to do it because, yeah, what happened next? He he copped it with us, which he had to off because otherwise we'd have been livid with him. Anyway, we end up in this like kind of a bunker thing, but what it is is like two off-center owls sort of facing each other, which yeah. basically means there is nowhere you can sit where they can't get you. I hate that. Because if you're here, they can still come in. If you're here in yeah. the corner of one of the owls, they can still, there's angles to get you no matter yeah. what. No so coverage. We end up in there and we literally just are like cowering. Just I'm, lit up. I'm happy to say it. We're cowering. And by this point, uh, I think they changed it. There was like, our team was really just like the four of us or whatever. So it was like the 40 other people are all just shooting at us. It's absolutely fucked. The red mist rolls across all of them. Of course. And literally we're just there cowering in this corner and getting nonstop shot from like 40 people. At one point, the guy running it jogs in, drops a helmet on on our heads way too late. We'd already been shot fucking a million times. Doesn't stop everybody. Like we're literally, our guns aren't in use. We are just- cowering in fear i am screaming at the top of my lungs we need to stop this this isn't funny this isn't fun like i'm literally at the point where i'm like i don't understand what's happening i'm screaming at the top of my lungs the red mist has got everybody so no one's stopping no one's doing it and then finally this this asshole who's running the thing blows the whistle and is like all right we're done now i was just literally in shock so i'm like i don't understand what just fucking happened like i just got tortured for the last 20 minutes <laughs> and couldn't even defend myself and then, so then, yeah, we kind of move on to the next thing or whatever. At the end of the day, this guy who wasn't even in our group, but was in one of the other groups comes up and goes, hey, that was that was pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I kind of want to, oh, sorry, like I, I was shooting, but like I kind of shouldn't have been like genuinely like had yeah, to apologize because yeah. his conscience was telling him, what the hell just happened? Did you just fuck up those boys? And like, I literally, I was like, my throat was raw from screaming for the them to I committed start. a war crime. It was like disgusting. Like generally like- it got so far past a joke that I couldn't. You I, could sue that place. Oh, that's disgusting. It was insane. I'm like, again, well, yeah, I didn't so, want to be there so, in the first place. So when place. you're 21, <laughs> and I think about I, this bucks was like a year ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a few more rules in place. Yes, well, there this would is, have yeah, to be. I'm, like I'm that's man, fucked. Man. Yeah. Like, how psycho is that? Like, I, I just literally like at the end, of the, like all of us at the end of the day were just like, what happened? Like, what happened? I don't understand. Anyway, to bring it back to this movie. Um, yeah, I'd cower and die. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you could, but you could cop a lot. <laughs> Apparently, I could cop a lot. Bad bruises. There are photos, yeah. head to toe. Uh, might be too. And sad. like, too quite sad. a few on the face of John. I remember had one that was shockingly close to his eye. It's yeah. absolutely fucked. Yeah. So we had helmets, but Jake was <sighs> one. My brother for his bucks. It was like, who's the buck and who's the best man? And he he was in pink the whole day. Yeah, yeah. Like a pink jumpsuit thing. And they're like, right, what we'll get you to do is you got to run. From one end to the other, and these guys are just going to light you up. Did they have two lines? Yeah. Yeah, we did that also. Um, and he, I was he like, is the running man. And though. this is the thing that sucks, <laughs> is that for the first 50 metres, he's copping at heaps because we're level. Professional and then, runner. And then I'm just, and then I'm copping at heaps because he's just pulled away because he's too quick. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not a runner. They're like, oh, should we go for the quick one? No, let's <laughs> yeah. go. This guy well, so that they lit him up because everyone had to shoot him. Yeah. And a couple of 
them afterwards I was talking to them and one of them was like, you were so far behind him, I didn't want to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> Out of pity. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. But like, it fucking hurts. But yeah, but hurts. there is a point to it and I will agree with, with um, Pat's point is right. that after a certain point, it doesn't hurt anymore. You're just like, oh, I'm being shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they would fuck my arm up and I come back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't win, but I, I'd slap one of those fucks. <laughs> I'd slap him to hell. A big slap. We'd be going to hell together. And he'd be like, no, but I believed in pure white wine in heaven. And I'm like, you're down here with me, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Get ready to be slapped for all eternity. Yeah. <laughs> I chat to Satan and I'm like... Look, my torture is I got a hand with the man that killed me, but I get to beat the shit out of him every day. And Satan's <laughs> like, "Yeah, okay, that's cool with me." That works. So I actually win. I get, I come out, of, I, I'm coming out the other side. <laughs> you playing the long game. The issue is, <laughs> I can't then participate if we go back a couple of weeks. I can't participate and talk to me because I'm missing an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners like this show and would like to help us out, you can. It's very, very easy. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. Become a patron for just $5 a month. You can be buried in beef. We are the beefiest Patreon out there. We're going to cop more beef than Damo cop paintballs. Yes. I, I thought I copped a lot of paintballs, but if you jump on that Patreon, you're going to have more beef than you know what to do with it. It is a beefy, juicy little treat. Uh, so check that out <laughs> otherwise uh, please leave us a review review listeners that does help us out a lot and makes us feel very very special and lastly if you have any comments about this episode Tom's lost it if you have any comments about this episode or just want to say hi you can email us at 3 or find us on Instagram at Boys Podcast or on Twitter at Boys or individually I'm at Midday Pajamas uh, Carney for 55 just the delivery of the word treat <laughs> and I'm an awkward treat Awkward treat? Yeah, awkward treat! (laughs) Stay scared, everyone. That fence is sitting squarely between my cheeks. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. 
Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>